out there in the Geek Nation. I'm your host, Johnny Destructo. You're listening to Spoiler Alert. Spoiler Alert! Spoiler Alert! And then you cap it again. Spoiler Alert! There you go. No. Mm. So, uh, we're here to talk about this week's books. Let's do that. Uh, so, um, Do we have any oh, letters? We, let's talk about our, who we are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the show, Noel. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, welcome to the show, Brian. Hi. Thanks. Welcome to the show, Len. Thanks. <laughs> uh, we're... we're <laughs> Listen, here's the thing, y'all. Yeah. Um, we were supposed to start the podcast an hour ago, <laughs> and then we just sort of commiserated. Yeah. Or we no, enjoyed our friendship. Yeah. We, and we, then we, we went, doing that oh, for we a little while. Been recording. Then- <laughs> we should do the show. Yeah. So that was just secret, just we, for us. Yeah. We commiserated about the world ending, and then yeah. just enjoyed each other's company. Yeah. 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 I sneezed wow. on each One last time, old comics. Burns. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, I wish I had time to read Avengers JLA, but oh. really, we're all going to be dead soon. Mm-hmm. So, scratch that off. Yep. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's start with Avengers number thirty-two by J- <laughs> Jason Aaron, Ed McGuinness, and Francesco Mana. Diamond has this to say: Earth's mightiest villains. What do the King of Atlantis, the Lord of the Vampires, the deposed Duke of Hell, a mysterious Russian assassin, and the secret boss of Washington D.C.'s greatest super team have in common? They all really hate the Avengers. And so there came a day, a day unlike any other. When Earth's mightiest villains found themselves united against a common threat. So, Noel, you have been talking to us for uh, how many, thirty, at least thirty-two months, because this is the thirty-second <laughs> issue uh, that we should be catching up on the Avengers. And to to a, a one of us, I, I don't think any of us have done that, right? Has anyone uh, caught up on Avengers? No, no, no. We read He's one issue a little while ago. Every single issue, guys. This is great. I mean, so to be fair, well, been, I wasn't been, going to catch up on it. I've I just am interested in reading it now. I've been That's skipping issues yeah. here and there, like uh, sure. not telling you every month, just like, hey, if you guys don't like this, then, you know, there's this really great book over there called The Avengers that's yeah. been really good. <laughs> what did you think of this one? Um, well, you see, I've been I've been enjoying it all along, and this was more of the same. Um, this is fantastic, because um, his entire arc has, uh, or Jason Aaron's entire arc so far of these 32 issues has been... I want to say it's like a, a super arc. It started really, really big, but then it kind of got small. And then, and the, but the the main antagonist has kind of been in the background the whole time, um, where they go on different adventures. But it's still there. It's kind of a it's it's kind of a compartmentalized way of telling a much larger story. And this issue is the start of all of those smaller arcs kind of coming together. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a it's like a villains united style issue, yeah, and it's yeah. really really fun. Um, I wonder how this works for people who haven't been reading it. Because it, it's a jumping on point. You kind of mm. get the gist of what's going on. But every single one of these vignettes has a whole six or seven issues applied to it across yeah. the run. I don't know how much of a jumping on point it would be if you weren't like super well-versed in comics, as we all are. You know what I mean? Well, like, I'm, I'm talking about just for the story. I know that yeah, we, yeah. I know that there's an entry point in general when it comes to these characters. I mean, like... Does the story follow with your knowledge oh, no. as opposed to... I mean, even that, like, 
Um, I get the sense probably the arc after this will be the more of a jumping on point. But me personally, I'm like, not only do I know the characters, but I know how things go. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, all right, they're gathering these forces, and it mm. kind of seems like something was happening before. But it also works on, like, the, there are plenty of stories that gather forces with previous animosities and mm. whatever that don't have any stories before. So I think it works just fine on Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think you could jump right into this issue, um, especially at the end, where they give you a visual representation of, this is the guy behind everything, and here are all of the elements that he's putting together to face off against the Avengers. There's like a literal yeah. page where they draw one, two, three, four, five panels to let you know, oh, this is what we're doing. I and yeah. you know what too, like I, I think I'm I was predisposed to like this issue even more because it reminded me of some of these like great highlights in the run so far. Hmm. Like hmm. the vampire uh, Dracula being stuck in Chernobyl. Yeah, why the, is he stuck there? The six or seven issues that preceded that were just amazing. So like it was a bunch of factions of different vampire clans all wanting to hunt down and kill Dracula and take over like sure. the vampire nation. So the Avengers were kind of forced to keep the status quo balanced with Dracula and find a, a place for him because this war from all of the other clans was destroying the world. Hmm. So it was it was a really, really good arc, and it ended up him having his own... Like, they kind of just plopped him in Chernobyl hmm. because it was unpopulated hmm. and are watching him, right? So you've got these vampires that are finding out he's there and just, like, worshipping him and trying to be a part of his his clan because they defeated the, the others. I like the, like, Fight Club kind of moment yeah. there. Yeah. Where, yeah, yeah. you know, they're like, get out. You're too No, long. we don't want you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was, uh, and then um, also, too, the, the Red Guard stuff was really, really great. There was a whole ish, there was a whole arc about the the Russian team attacking the Avengers. Same with uh, the Ocean Masters or whatever. Uh, what is? Defenders of the Deep. Thank you. Defenders of the Deep. Oh, is yeah. that the Defenders he was referring to? Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. he's going to call Silver Surfer and Hulk and Doctor yeah. Strange. Yeah. The, no. yeah. Yeah. That makes more sense. Mm, no. And they that, probably they, would not be on they his even mentioned, <laughs> They mentioned the Starbrand uh, arc that they just went through. Like, they've got this baby I mean, Starbrand and they don't know what to do with. Wait, it doesn't seem like the Red Guard is joining them, though. Is that? Oh, no. They're they're not. Okay. They're not friends. Because they are. Uh, she's on the cover, like, I'm with these hmm. other bad guys. But she seems to have killed her butler, Jarvis-style butler. And uh, uh, the it's not falling for I, I it. Think, I think the, the – are we spoiling the end? Well, well, yeah, I mean, I think that's all of that. It's true. <laughs> uh, I think all of that is well and good. And I was like, oh, this is okay. We're just we're sinister sixing, basically. We're going, yeah, you know, right. Doc Ock is going through and he's collecting all of his different mm. uh, Spider-Man villains to put mm. together a team. But then I think it, it jumps to the next level when uh, at the very end we've got Namor down at the bottom of the Mariana, Mariana Trench. Yeah, it switched um, a while ago. I don't know what happened, but they started dropping the S. I forget what because it used to be the Marianas Trench. Was it? Yeah, okay, not it crazy. definitely Thank was. Yeah. I, but I think that that was wrong. That was like a misinterpretation of, yeah. Uh, yeah, or just we thought um, that the local custom was to call it yeah. Marianas, but it's actually Mariana. Something along those lines, gotcha. and so it has changed to Mariana. So he's there, yeah. um, <laughs> and he's sort of like looking up and talking to something, and you don't know what. But then you find out. Oh shit! He's calling the Phoenix Force because he was back during. Was that Jason Aaron's run? Who was that? No, it was. Well, uh, it was, but it was AVX. Avengers X Men, yeah. Yeah, Avengers yeah. AVX, but that was Jason Aaron, right? 
It was I the end remember. of Jason Aaron's run. Okay. Well, he was one of the, like the four writers that did AVX. Uh, it was like four uh, writers. But yeah, I, I kind of forgot that Namor had the Phoenix Force. The Phoenix Force Five. Yeah. Right. That was the pop band. That was. Um, so I thought that was really cool. That's when I closed the book and I was like, oh, that's dope. Oh, okay. Um, oh, no, I was so, making a joke. There wasn't. They didn't form a pop band. No, 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 no I thought it. Brian, it's it's true. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. It was. It preceded K-pop. Namor was, was Baby thing. Spice. Um. So this is even. This is cool on that level, but yeah. it's even cooler because. This whole run started with the Avengers 1 billion, and Phoenix oh. is a part of that. Oh, so yeah. this is stuff that was seeded a That's while ago. Cool. This is, uh, no, so this, this, is even, this is even more like onions being peeled. This yeah. is a great book. I it was it. a lot of fun. There, Jason Aaron seems able, for me, to ride the line between serious and Silver Age hokiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like, even just like little elements in the beginning where we've got, well, first of all, all of the, what, do you, what would you call this? Oh, those are the lasers on sharks or dolphins. On dolphins, <laughs> lasers on dolphins. The first thing I thought of was lasers on sharks as well, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh no, those are dolphins. Dolphins are way <laughs> smarter. Not. Way smarter to get your target. Yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's he's in a bar and he's drinking from uh, another sponge of globfish grog. Like yeah. it's just nonsense. I thought that was awesome because I, I saw I, that I and that. I was like. How's he drinking at the bottom of the ocean? Come on. And yeah. I was like, oh, he's got he's a sponge. It's a sponge. <laughs> Very filled clever. With, uh, filled yeah. with alcohol, yeah. I yeah. like that little detail. That was cool. Yeah, it's stuff like that where, like, handled differently, it could be very silly. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it seems I like to the, make uh, sense. The squeezed out sponge, you know, the empty mm-hmm. sponges. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One laying on its side, kind of. Yeah. Having not read any of the preceding Avengers, but having just recently read... Um, the Justice League switch from Snyder to um, who's right? Vendetti. Vendetti, oh, yeah. right. Yeah. It, it was interesting reading this because I feel like the Justice League, where the Justice League going is now an answer to what has been happening in mm. Avengers. Mm-hmm. Because the Justice League for so long was just in this, you know, this this God sphere of you don't know what the hell is happening. You know, it's like it's... It, freaking insane meanwhile to Noel's point the Avengers have been having like these you know little missions all that that are about to coalesce into some bigger thing but but to Noel's like he's always been saying is um, steeped in kind of like Silver Age fun but still with the sensibilities of what's going happening now and it feels like the Justice on DC as always playing catch up and be like, yeah, we got to do that with our guys. Mm. That, that's a, that's Ooh, exactly what I don't know. As always, though. Yeah. Well, I remember Batman dying right before Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Well, not as all. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. He's talking about the movies. Oh, right. Yeah. The DC, yeah. DCU. Yeah. I hear you on it, that one. And <laughs> the thing about it, too, is like if, on paper, if you write down like the, the foes of each team the last year, hmm. they have all been huge and cosmic. But for some reason, this book takes the time to pause reassess yeah. and then reintroduce mm. and then well, pause and reassess and re- like it, the thing it keeps I've been you thinking grounded. about is between Justice League and uh, Avengers is that I'm just thinking of a scream right so just raging out scream um, whereas the Justice League just keeps screaming mm-hmm. <laughs> this takes a pause and inhales uh, yeah. to scream again yeah. it's just like you know a repetitive scream instead of an incessant scream you know I wonder, I, oh god I wonder if that is without having read it I wonder if that's because you get like these different arcs that seem in this book to have been very different arcs. Mm-hmm. Like maybe with the same kind of style, 
but completely different subject matter, which feels like a break from one uh, different thing. Yeah. You know, you've got this like celestial mountain, but also Dracula is there. Yeah, know? I think that's a feature, not a bug. No, like, no I, yeah, I love the cool. idea that yeah, they're yeah. able, like he has been able to take this book all over the place, but it hmm. still kind of keeps its own hmm. mission statement. It still keeps its own tone. Hmm. And now, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, this is good shit. Yeah, yeah shit. it was cool. You know, and actually it was actually interesting because looking at it, I saw that uh, Ed McGinnis was doing the art. I like Ed McGinnis' art, but I don't think he's... I historically have never thought much of him as a storyteller, mm-hmm. art-wise. Um, now, I haven't looked through this, and I can easily tell that he's not the only artist on here. Mm-hmm. Yep. But on the pages that I can tell are his, I think that his art has grown a bit, um, and his storytelling along with it so I actually enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Mm. Nice. I, mean, I felt exactly the same. I feel like Ed McGinnis is like frequently almost something that I like a lot. Mm-hmm. And I often like think of there. Batman Superman where I'm like, oh, this story's cool. But there's something about yeah. it's too chunky, a little cartoony, but not in the it's way chunky. that I like. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw the cover, I was like, ah. Yeah, because the cover is definitely yeah. reminiscent of that it's kind of a vibe. That, yeah, exactly. I and love McGinnis. I think he's, I think he's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And, but this I liked, you know. Yeah. I read and I was like, "Ooh, it's a little more, it's a little more, uh, slightly more realistic, a little more comic-y, less cartoony." So mm-hmm. it, yeah. it wasn't. I I I feel remiss not to bring it up. There, it's not evident in this issue because the character's not even really here. But there's been, which I didn't know about until recently. On a Facebook group, there's been because um, you're aware of it too, uh, controversy and hate over Jennifer Walters in this. Oh yeah, she's not sexy oh, enough. Really? Oh, but apparently she's... there's people out there who are like, that's not a She-Hulk. Look how look how hulky she is. Well, so, that's the yeah. whole, whole I mean, deal there's now. Even a story, though, is that right? when she hulks yeah. out, yeah. she hulks. Oh, they don't out. care. She's they just bestial. want her to be sexy. Yeah. Yeah. And and she, she is wants more bestial. to be too. She doesn't like being bestial, right? Yeah, there yeah. was the the whole thing. The whole I know for real. The whole thing about it is that she has. She has gone through a transformation that she cannot control. Um, it's a giant part of this story, the fact that she knows she is different. Everyone knows she's different. And even during War of the Realms, Daredevil, who could see everything because he had Heimdall's he sword, yeah. Yeah. literally told her, your ability to like absorb gamma and explode it and your new changes are going to be used and you're not going to like it. Or they're, mm. they're important and you're not going to like why. Uh. So like he's been seeding all of these really wild, huge mm. things. And they don't pay off for another fifteen or twenty issues, which makes me feel like this is classic comic booking again. Mm. Like, cool. I don't remember, I don't remember the last time that it was seemed so a writer that was so confident that they're going to be around for a while that they uh, start seeding these little Bendis. Yeah. Yeah. Bendis, yeah. yeah, and I Bendis love it. Spider-Man. I love it. Yeah. He is he is confident enough to be like, you know what? I'm going to mention this in issue four, yeah. but I'm probably not going to really get to it until issue forty five. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're welcome. I wonder if that's it, part confidence so and part just like. I know that I want to keep writing this. Like, I wonder if some, like, there are some superstar writers who, if they wanted to write Justice League or Avengers for five years, they mm-hmm. probably could. But are they like, eh, I don't know if I am going to be around. I mean, I just don't know. That's, that's win-win. Win the next for writer us. wants to use it anyway. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That's win-win for us as readers, sure. though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Batman's Grave number six by Warren Ellis and Brian Hitch. The Batman is trapped in the most dangerous house in Gotham City, trying to protect Commissioner Gordon from a secret army out to kill anyone involved in the justice system. The war on the law has only just begun. Anyone involved in the justice system as a whole? Like, 
part-time clerks yep, at the yep. local court, yep, janitors, yep. done. Yep. I like how the solicits called Arkham Asylum a dangerous, the dangerous house. house. <laughs> well, dangerous well, house, house on the right? dangerous earth, right? Isn't that the subtitle I, I for um, Arkham Asylum? Is it? That's yes. a pretty spooky uh, and cool subtitle. I think there's something like that. Yeah, that sounds oh, about right. My bad. It was Serious House on Serious Earth. Uh, that's still, still yeah. stupid. Yeah, oh, okay. It's stupid. Oh, that's rude. What do you think of this book, though? Is this book stupid, Len? Yes. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more. It's very stupid. I mean, I mean, first of all, Batman's in here. He's, he's kicking. <laughs> first of all, Batman. Take that, in Batman. Here. Yeah. I mean, stupid one. Batman? Well, Who does that? Am you know I right? why? Because for some reason this doesn't feel like my Batman. I don't yeah. know yeah, why. I got man. You. Yeah. It feels weird. This is it not feels like off, Batman right? Thieves Batman. It's yeah. just, it's, and um it's just like he's fighting all these guys, like all these bald guys who look like they're the same person. I mean, it's, yeah. there are a lot of bald guys in this book. They're all that's bald. Really weird. There's nobody with hair. I'm yeah. like, well, that's what happens when you're in a secret army out to kill anyone involved in the justice system. Secret army known only by the very visible feature on the top of their heads. Yeah. And then it, it <laughs> cuts to this, well. it cuts oh, to the scene mm-hmm. where Batman and Gordon are surrounded by like literally a stadium full of bald men <laughs> in, in, um, in, in, in like their whole like you know scrubs about to come at him with sticks and everything, and then it cuts to Gotham City and we're all on top of a building. Yeah. There's, there's no type of. I love sense that. Of- I love that jump cut. I love that because there's so much of like we're gonna try and get out of here. He, he goes. He does up until that point. There's a lot of. Uh-huh. Um, silent panels of just action happening because so it's like, walking around the corners and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, um, And then the jump cut of I am in a mood. And because you know he's you know he's getting out of there you know I mean I didn't need another thirty okay I don't I don't know I thought it was funny that jump that jump Mm. cut seems very came very abrupt to me I I dug it Mm -hmm. but it just came very oh yeah I definitely I I I flipped back and I went did I skip a page right no this is on purpose you know what I mean to me to me that jump cut only worked because the previous five issues of this book have been. 12 page fight scenes yeah. that's true it so i thought extremist. i thought that it was yeah. gonna get uh, we were gonna get another six pages of, of this fight scene and i love the joke that it just stopped yeah hmm. so it worked for me only because of the problems i had with other issues because there's a huge problem with it and they went oh you think we're gonna do that problem again yeah. well no we're not yeah. so so I that's mean, one it, way to endear kinda, yourself yeah. to people it kind it kind of worked <laughs> with me I, yeah. the more and more this this series is going along the more and more i'm not disliking it but it's still it's still rough, and I still I still think that it would only read best collectively. Yes. All collectively, oh, yes. I agree this, with that too. Like, yep. was this? Con- I almost feel like this was conceived as, as a, a, a large story, and mm. they just arbitrarily were cutting it because some of like the the issue closures have yeah. been so yeah. like it's almost yeah, like mid conversation, not it cliffhangers. Is. Yeah, the last one was like, "I'm going to get you out of here." Bye. To be continued. All right. Mm. I, I mean, so. that's more of a cliffhanger than like. I think the issue before was just like, Alfred, what what does that mean? It means something along the lines of, and then you're gone. Yeah. Like, I mean, what the? Like, you, Did we compare it to when sometimes we see British shows here? You know how sometimes they will cut at unusual times, mm-hmm. and I think it's just because their commercial breaks can tend to come at different times. But they'll be like, just a scene will end, and then it'll go to commercial, yeah. and then sometimes a big cliffhanger will happen, and then you see the next scene right away. <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. funny. No, we did not. I don't remember that. But oh, that's cool. funny. Um, yeah, I don't know if I care about this anymore. Um, mm-hmm. It. The thing that I noticed besides the super long fight scenes um, was that it doesn't feel like Batman. 
It yeah. just yeah. the way he talks and stuff just seems very strange. Even though I do love the, I am now in a mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good bit. Just but a like, bit. He just doesn't feel. You know, it feels like a younger Batman. But all the context of everything else in the story is that he is not a younger Batman. That he's that he's yeah. you know like our Batman. Okay, so okay, the, the jump cut happens right, and they're on the the building, the rooftop, right? The rooftop, and he's got the light on. Gordon does, and Batman goes, "Didn't I just drop you off here three hours ago?" Which is you know that's funny. Mm. Uh, oh, if you had a phone, I wouldn't have to turn on a light in the sky. That kind of stuff I like. Mm-hmm. But then we just we just Gordon says we just finished the cleanup and headcount at Arkham. Cornelius Sterk is missing. And Batman says, oh, no. Oh, no is not a thing oh, Batman no. is likely to say. Right? Like, yeah. I can understand a, hmm. Yeah. What is he? And oh, what's no. what's the tone? Is he like, oh, no. Oh, or, oh no. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, is he no. mocking him? You know? <laughs> it, it, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, oh, no. Another guy's loose. Here's Please. the other. Here's the other. <laughs> but, here's the other thing about that <laughs> that, that bothered me. Uh, specifically about the whole jump cut thing. I'll buy the jump cut, right? I'll buy that, you know, three hours ago they were in Arkham. Yeah. But Gordon doesn't look like three hours ago he was in Arkham. He literally looks like he just walked up the steps. Now, my maybe... He dropped. He said, "I dropped you off here three hours ago." You don't know how long ago Arkham was. Maybe they went out for a cup of coffee. Oh, that's a good point. This they, Batman they might caught do up that. Wait, a little bit. This we do, Batman does we do a lot know of that Batman do. loves pancakes, so they yeah. probably went <laughs> probably, to a diner, yeah. had a little nosh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, you know what? I think the jump cut probably would have worked better if it was to when he dropped him off. You know, like point. point. He there wasn't this gap of time. It would make that make more sense. And then maybe you drop him off, and then the next page is. Yeah, it's like same page, but now the bad signal is in the is in the air. So this issue does have a legitimate cliffhanger. Yes. Um, this whole last scene, I really liked him working out a crime scene. I just wish this series was that. That's mm. my favorite part of the issue. Is like mm. when I was reading that, I was thoroughly engaged. I thought it was very interesting. Um, I liked um, how he was walking through the steps of solving a um, uh, murder. And talking it, to himself. And I talking like to himself. Do we like well, that even, about the first issue? Well, I we, forget. We, we talked about it a lot, but yeah, yeah. I forget which side I, people I didn't, came down on. Much like the, oh, no. I didn't like um, him verbally referring to the victim as uh, first person. Yeah. There was a part in here where he was just like, I would have locked the door. And Gordon corrects him like, you mean he would have locked the door? Yeah. That's something that would happen in Batman's head. Yeah. and also If he wants to get into the victim's shoes. Like, yeah. I... That kind of no, make, implies, like, is Batman, does Gordon think he's, like, getting too into things? Yeah. And he, I mean, I'm yeah. sure well, Gordon the, thinks he's crazy. What I was going to wrap up with was yeah. it still doesn't feel like Batman. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, yeah, it yeah. feels like the Hannibal show. Oh, yeah. This is my design. Mm. Where he goes uh, through yeah. and he walks through being able to mm. um, intuit what happened mentally with the, mm. ca- with the other character. Which is an interesting thing, but you're right. It's not something that Batman normally, yeah. like, it's so deep in a detective's mm. process that yeah. like he doesn't put himself in the mind of the yeah. Joker or whatever. That's a good but, point. Well, yeah. on, to be, on top of that, though, uh. he's doing detective work, which is so rare. It's true. So there's, there's, He's the world's greatest detective, and most of the time he's just punching people until someone <laughs> gives up information. Like, that's yeah. not detection. <laughs> I, I don't mind. Yeah, I, to your point, B, I think I have seen other comics other writers kind of like depict 
mm. Batman doing detective work just the same way, way. kind of yeah. like walking through him. I'm thinking like uh, I think there was like a really cool um, black and white story mm. where mm. he's like right, he's in a morgue. And he's like mm-hmm. investigating like uh, a dead body, and he's going through. And he's saying that same type of stuff. Oh, like you, this contusion, the right? Kid, the oh, you there, really, you know? really yeah, got yeah, in yeah. on him. Thank God, you, mm-hmm. your, your help. Yeah, I think I think it was like a woman, mm-hmm. and he was like checking underneath her fingernails. Uh, you gave as good as you got. Mm-hmm. You know, that's good for you. You know, yeah, so yeah. so so I have seen that before. Mm-hmm. So that that worked for me. I think um, him speaking out loud with Gordon right there kind of mm-hmm. felt like a little. A little weird even though they do have this type of relationship you know but gordon is seems so young here that you wouldn't have thought that they would have had that level of relationship yet yeah if this is actually early batman as it sometimes have a sense it just feels a little off yeah. for me yeah. although maybe you know he did just fight 40 guys less than like about three hours ago you know what i mean he was probably yeah. just like Settling into his bat nest to take a nap, and all of a sudden the light goes yeah. on. He's like, "God damn it, Gordon!" <laughs> Again with yeah. the light. Yeah. Boy, <laughs> 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 oh. hey. All right. Well, Brian. Yes. Do you know what time it is? Is it time for a thunder round? Oh my god, it is! Oh, it's that time. Hey, Len, what's a thunder round? Tell the people. Well, I will tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that A Thunder Round is a 60-second review by one of us of a comic book that we read. And, Lynn, do we ever go outside of that 60 seconds for any reason at all? Sometimes we do. <laughs> hey, Len, are we supposed to? Hey. Hey. No, we're not. <laughs> uh, I, have, I, have a, I also have a question about the rules of Thunder Round. Len, are, are we allowed to interrupt other people when oh. they're in their 60 seconds? No, I we're not. I think it should be invited. <laughs> invited. Please. Yeah, please interrupt let's, me. Let's wait. do a thunder round where uh, we can interrupt each other and talk for more than sixty seconds. <laughs> you mean you mean this entire podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Discipline is our thing. Noel is uh, first up with Punisher Soviet Number Five by Garth Ennis and Jason Barrow. Sixty seconds is on my clock. Go. And uh, this se- uh, this uh, series has been spectacular. Uh, essentially, somebody killed the Russian mob, and everyone thinks it's the Punisher, but it's not. And then we find out that there's almost like a Russian version of the Punisher. Uh, this, and then everything goes crazy after that. Like uh, the Punisher or Frank Castle and this gentleman um, almost have an uneasy alliance because their goals a al- lot their their goals match. And this series has been spectacular. Like it's been mostly about this Val character, the the Soviet Punisher, telling his story in the war and how he was betrayed. And the Punisher not doesn't befriend him so much as they have similar goals and styles, so they are going to work together for this. And it just keeps thickening and thickening and more and more fun and brutal and harsh. This is an awesome Punisher Max book that's just one and done and you don't need tons and tons of preamble. Uh, the art is spectacular, Jason Burroughs. I'm not really familiar with him, but it's Dylan-esque. It was a one and done. The series, the it's a the, five and done, a five and six, six, six and done. It's six a six and done. done. It's a it's a self contained story. You don't you. need much for. I'm gonna hand Noel my timer. Oh no, coronavirus. Sorry, buddy. I mean, Noel probably has one on his own phone. Yeah, I was gonna. I would assume. Yeah, probably. Do. Well, you know, let me just give your. Hang on, I've got hand sanitizer here. We're not it supposed to be touching each other. Also, that you the iPhone. I think Apple came out and said you can rub oh, it down okay. with alcohol and it'll be fine. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just wanted people to know. But how, how often, how often do you do that? 
uh, that one time when I first heard about it. Oh, I, I'm <laughs> sure nothing is a probably not adhered to your phone since then. Well, I keep it in my mouth. <laughs> you see, so <laughs> it should be fine. He's got a he's got pelican jowls. <laughs> <laughs> I keep it in this second in. chin. That's actually yeah. what that's yeah. for. It's for my phone. Uh, hang on, let me get to the timer. Probably should have paused recording for this. Never. Okay. <laughs> see the seams. And who's next? I'm next with Gwen Stacy number two by Christos Gage and Todd Nauk. And go. All right. So I thought that this series was going to be a bunch of bunk because I don't care about storylines involving um, extraneous characters. I think that side characters usually should stay on the sides. Uh, but Mary Jane seems to be doing well, so they gave her, uh, Gwen Stacy, a book. This one I'm actually really enjoying. I don't care about the Mary Jane book. I think this is a lot of fun. It feels like Veronica Mars. Um, basically, you've got Gwen Stacy before she meets Peter Parker. Her dad is still alive. Her dad is being framed for a crime. So Gwen Stacy decides, I'm going to help pop out. I'm going to uh, help solve this crime because he's not allowed to work on it because someone will kill him. Someone's being the enforcers, um, Ox and Fancy Dan and whoever the other guy is. Um, but, yeah, this is a lot of fun. Basically, the cops are like, hey, maybe stop trying to do our jobs. And she's like, you know what? You're right. Psych, I'm going to keep doing your jobs. And then um, you've got classic villains like the Crime Master. Is that his name? And, um, oh, I forget the other guy, but these are like classic Spider-Man villains. Uh, the big the big man and crime master. Nanda Brown! Okay, got <laughs> The big man and crime master? I don't remember those names. Crime master. I remember. Well, crime master, they're, yeah. They're old. Yeah. Did you guys read this also? Did you guys read this? I read this. All right. Yeah. Like, no, um, that's, that's like Steve Ditko era. You're not oh, recording yeah, anymore, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, I thought I saw you hit pause. Brian, you're up. Oh, all right. Flash number 751, Joshua Williamson and Kristen Duce. Here we go. 60 seconds is on the clock. And you. Uh, it starts out, the cover says, Drag Race of Death, and Godspeed is actually dragging Barry Allen along the ground, which I thought was notable, but no more than that. Let's keep going. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it was cool. I noticed we were talking about Paradox's emblem. I forget if it was during the show or at another time. And I was like, you know, it's a pretty cool symbol. It's a little weird. We both agreed, I think, you and Noel and I, that for a symbol on, like, a costume. But I was like, oh, it's interesting. So this issue is totally different. There's, like, two circles on either side, which I think is kind of a cool, feels like a paradox kind of, you know, guy named Paradox's chips. symbol. I was wondering that as well. Mm. Like, if it would be different over and over. And that's maybe why they picked, they did, like, ten different versions of things. So, I don't know. It was cool. I'm interested to see what goes on. He, his costume design is a little like not somebody, this big cosmic guy. We'll see what happens. Um, Zoom is the only one who can stop him. End of round. Oh, yeah. (laughs) End of round. Uh, We spent 40 seconds on the cover and the costume. Mostly the costume. I thought that was important to go over. It was his round to use. That's right. Um, His storm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Decorum, number one. (laughs) The new book by Jonathan Hickman and Mike Huddleston. There are many assassins in the known universe. This is the story of the most well-mannered one. Hmm. Manners are a sensitive awareness of the feelings of others. If you have that awareness, you have good manners, no matter what knife you use. That was part of the description. That's part of the... I didn't make that up. (laughs) So what did you guys think of this new groundbreaking series by Jonathan Hickman? Did it say groundbreaking? No, I made that up. You said it was groundbreaking? Yeah. I thought, it, I thought it was really cool. It was a definitely a different kind of thing, a departure. I think I referred to it as, like, is it even a comic? You know, it's like some of it is, is comic-y, some of it is prose with pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the art style is really interesting mm-hmm. also the going back and forth and I dug the the text stuff um, sometimes that can be a little heavy handed um, but I was intrigued at like the this galactic empire spread out I, I thought why they established these containment pods was mm-hmm. very interesting and that some of them grew and joined but mostly they just faded yeah, away yeah this, cool. this was a this was a at, I, I, I had messaged the group um when I during the course of reading this book because it was a meal mm. was I disliked it, then I I really liked it, <laughs> and then I was really intrigued. Yeah. yeah, which is almost the opposite of most reading experiences. Like you start intrigued, they start to like it, and then mm. you're often disappointed because you know I'm a sad uh, person that hates everything. Uh, but but not at first. But not at first. Yeah, you, you have <laughs> all hopes, and then you're just crushed. <laughs> sure. Um, so I get the the idea that this is a difficult experience to at some points mm-hmm. i actually in a weird way appreciate because it also sure. felt like older hickman i i immediately started feel especially in the like the middle piece with some of these prose slash art rundowns where yeah. it's story points but it's uh like an advertisement or like cryopods and the kind of box that she has that she's delivering it felt like nightly news which is the mm. first thing that hickman was kind of popular for yeah. at Image Comics. Yeah, yeah. It felt like early stuff infused with all of the larger stuff that he's been doing lately with the Avengers and with mm-hmm. X-Men. Mm-hmm. Like the, like the big, emotional, yeah. crazy world-ending or world-building stuff, yeah. but this is almost infused with earlier styles that he hmm. did before. And I really started to appreciate that. Like It, it felt different, hmm. and I like that. Uh, I enjoyed this. It felt different. Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, you saying that it was a meal is, I think, very, uh, you know, apt wording to use. Um, But it was a meal that, for me, that just felt like a lot of tofu. It's all Mm. vegetables. Yeah, it just it just wasn't it wasn't happening. Like the whole the switching up of the the. you art know styles? the art styles yeah. and everything. Do you uh, mean the switching up, like even on one page? Oh yeah, how yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, and admittedly, I knew that it, w- it was challenging. It was meant to be challenging. Mm-hmm. He wanted you to actually sit in, 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 and it's not that I don't like Hickman. I love Hickman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted, and I, I, I wanted to like be really in this, but they switch. It switches up so much that to me, it was like, oh, this. Feels like it's trying too hard. I kind of wonder why. Like, is there a story reason, or is it just? And I'm sure there probably is. Cool? I'm not so sure. I I kind of wonder if it'll be like, no, it's just we thought this was cool. And you know what I mean? It just felt like yeah. it, was, it was trying too hard, and because of that, mm. I was like, you know what? I would. And then I, I saw like, oh, this is 50 pages too. I'm like, you know what? It gave me pause as well. I'm like, yeah. um, I maybe I'm maybe just going to check out the the art itself is good art it's great it's 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 nice designs character doing designs. Work. yeah oh, he's yeah. working yeah. but i just felt like i'm this almost felt like uh one of those artist books where i'm seeing like the the sketching you know and the the, the, yeah, the notes like, all you know, along the side like i yeah. similarly i could see some of this as like on a wall or yeah like you know what uh, I mean? like, like a page of this is like a piece, yeah. piece of art i like a lot of these like 
this like pyramid made out of little pyramids. That's dope. It's very sci-fi, like mm-hmm. that kind of sci-fi that is also old stuff, you yep, know? Yeah, And these dudes with like the star sta- staves and the staves and the, you know, the like angular pointy heads. The, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. There's a lot of like and there's cool a sci-fi real, stuff. A real, I mean, like a real disturbing, but very cool scene early on where some guy gets his face, face dissected. Like, yeah, and like so they're like apart. for all intents oh, and purposes. Yeah. I was I was telling JD this earlier today too. Like I made sure, uh, just ever flipping through it, I made sure to read this either first or only mm. or breathe between uh, the stack mm. because this. Was completely different than everything else that kind of came out this week, and, sure. and, and the, yeah. the the pace or the will style, come out yeah, probably most likely. the pace yeah. the pace of the 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 pace of the exp- the reading experience is completely different. So, get, because for all intents and purposes, the actual story that we're gonna follow for however many issues this series is doesn't start till issue or till page twenty two with right. the assassin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. with the assassin and the courier, yeah. and that was also interesting in a very different. Like I like all the world building stuff. I was into it. You it, know, it's just a big yeah. dump. It's a lot of but information, I, you mean? Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> I imagine your mileage varies with this based off of how invested you are in the info dump. Yeah, because if because if you can't get past it, then right. the cute story of the right. I say cute with air quotes story of, of the, assassin. the polite assassin <laughs> yes. and the courier that's yeah. stuck with her is charming and nice. But yeah. will it? Ha- does it have the same effect? Without all of this preamble, or hmm. is it only charming because of all this preamble? I don't think so. I it, think it's its own its own thing. It feels completely separate. I think that the book looks great. I think that the story, once it gets going, is interesting and engaging. I think this is a terrible way to start your first issue. Um, this is a book that someone named Jonathan Hickman, who is a name, is able to do. I don't think oh, as a new writer, hmm. you come out the gate and be like, I'm going to write a comic book, and it's going to be great. And, then you produce this. Mm-hmm. This is something mm-hmm. that someone does when they have the bona fides to yep. hmm. sit and um, people will give them the benefit of the doubt. Still did not make it incredibly engaging for me, the first 20 pages of this book. Um, I, I, I didn't mind that I had to do some work. Um, the storytelling was confusing. Um, I had to parse out what was happening from panel to panel, so I had to take my time with it. But I eventually parsed it out and figured it out, and it was fine. And then there are a bunch of graphs and info uh, pages that are stale and boring to read. And then, after all of that, oh, here's some character work. (laughs) Um, I think had the issue been shuffled around a little bit, it would have been a little bit more um, approachable. Start the story with the engaging, really polite assassin, and then give us some information of the world they live in. But as a reader, I 100% need some sort of emotional connection with the character in order to keep reading. Otherwise, I'm not going to care. The only reason I kept reading was because of the name John Hickman, and I eventually Hmm. it'll be worth my while. Hmm. That's what I got. I, I, yeah. No, I mean, I don't disagree with any of that. Um, But because it's John Hickman, you keep reading. Yeah, yeah. So, like, even, like, the, the... Bug versus the feature, that's a problem, but it's a problem for everyone else. I'm sorry. And not Bug versus the feature, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like a problem for every other artist or mm. creator, but not yeah. him for me. I mean, yeah. I didn't. Because of his name, because I didn't of his feel style. That way. Like, I, I see where you guys are coming from, but I feel like I might have been intrigued by this, even if I didn't know. Yeah. You know, like, 
alternatively, like I'm not the world's biggest Lord of the Rings fan. I like it, but I thought the Silmarillion was cool, and a lot of people that like Lord of the Rings do not think the Silmarillion is cool. Sometimes I like that, like like history of the Marvel Universe, where it's just mm. like here is the overview. Do you guys want to talk about the history of Marvel? <laughs> no, 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 we'll get to it later. Um, sometimes it depends. It just the first page grabbed me. The art was intriguing enough. The idea of like this pirate robot and these Pro-bot. people that. Well, yeah, so yeah. Probot. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It was all amounted to, like, that first text page was yeah. interesting enough to me to be like, oh, what an intriguing grand overview of yeah. this universe. Mm-hmm. And the art on the next page is interesting, too. Let's see what's yeah. happening. But I was happy when we got to, when the we story. kind of shifted gears into yeah. the story. And I definitely noticed that transition. Is this a miniseries? Hmm. Eight issues, I believe. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with, with B. Hmm. I don't... I would have been intrigued by this without knowing it, it was Hickman because of its cover. Mm, its mm-hmm. cover is very, it, it's, it's yeah. cool. It brings me in. It's good art and it's, it's interesting color work. And if I'm flipping through this and I'm on the first couple of pages of art, I'm seeing that it's going to do something different, mm. but I'm maybe still buying in. But by a, a few pages in, I'm like, yo, this, this is like just a little bit too insane for me. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm going. Uh, I would like this on my pull list. It would, it will happen. Thank you. As an artist, I think it feels like an art school project where they're like, look at all of the different designs I can do and the different mm. techniques I'm using within mm. the confines of one page, mm. as opposed to something that feels more formulaic um, and purposeful. It well, does not yeah. feel purposeful. It feels it, like it what they said. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, if there is a why then I think it would be a lot better. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily write it off if there isn't one, just mm-hmm. because I think there's a lot of cool stuff going on with it. But if there is a why, I would so, love it. So yeah. so yeah. from what what I'm hearing, like taking just this issue alone, not necessarily what it'll become or what mm. will be explained, it's a little too style over substance for yes. everyone. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Which I don't disagree with it's at a all. A lot of style. Yes. Yeah. Which I think yeah. is indicative in that even if any of us are wrong, no one is taking a stab of, you know, suggesting a why based right. on how you read the book. No. No, not at all. Like, yeah, there's no hint. It's Right. And and I really think it might just be like I think I it's just it look cool. style. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? You what know, if we yeah. just tried to make this, you know, and it could be just we want this to book to look and feel different than every other book out there on the shelves because yeah. there are we're inundated with new uh, series be. every yeah. week. Uh, it's hard to keep up, and yeah. if you want to make a mark, you really have to put in the work and do something different, and this feels that way. Yeah. And also, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you know, like, as an artist, sometimes you're like, I want to do something really different. Yeah. You know, like, I want to play off of these different things. Oh, and, absolutely. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. It could just be an exercise in, like, yeah. you know, let's see what we can do within the confines of yeah. sequential storytelling. Yeah, and yeah. I'm okay with that as well. Uh, I think, let me let me ask you this. Noel, you want it on your pull list. It's definitely on my pull list. The I like the character work that eventually happens mm-hmm. so much that I'm going to read issue two. Mm-hmm. It is definitely on your pull list, JD. Oh, interesting. No, I'm, yeah. I yeah. I say this in a questioning surprise. Yes. Like, oh, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm going to – no, I don't, I don't want to – I'm not taking a shit on the book. I'm right. just expressing sort of my – That would be irresponsible. Yeah. yeah. Also, you yeah. read it. You know? I can't sell it. It's, on, a, it's on an e-reader right now, so please don't poop. <laughs> please yeah, don't other poop books can show up on that. Very expensive item. I would like it on, on my pull list as well. You're please. continuing to keep reading it? Yeah. No. Lens, Lens out. out. All right. All right. Um, well, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> Star Wars, Darth Vader, number two, by Greg Pak and Raphael Lienko? I-E yeah. or Ienko. L-E? Where is that? Ienko. Ienko. 
the face of the queen. In the wake of the shocking revelations of The Empire Strikes Back, Darth Vader continues his quest for revenge against everyone who hid his son Luke from him. But when his search takes him deep into his past, he uncovers a hauntingly familiar face that will challenge everything he knows. Uh, if, you, if you've seen the cover of the book, you know it's uh, Padme. Or is is it? it? Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) So we talked about this last time. I was very enamored with the uh, cliffhanger here, and I went, oh, guys, what if they actually did it? What if the comic book said, you know what? Her dying because she was super sad is really dumb. Mm. That was just something that we were told, and she's a much stronger female character than that. Mm. What if we did some more with her? Mm. Uh, That is not what happened here, as we suspected. It's basically her double. What's she yeah, called? The her like, yeah. do, um, Queen Shadow. What do you call ah, it? Where they, the you. thing that they... That is the, what they call it, but there is a particular name, right, for a decoy. Aha! Right. Whoa! <laughs> uh, a food tester and a decoy. Yeah. Uh, um, although, also, had she survived, could they really make that work with, like, why sure. didn't she... I guess you can always come up with a reason, but, like, why didn't she go... To Luke or Leia, you well, know what I mean? mean like, is she the kind of person who wouldn't? Protecting them, could have just had like, yeah, could be. Yeah, we yeah. still could have had her live in the comics, but then die before. Oh right, right. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. So uh, yeah. when we talked about issue two of or issue three of Star Wars, the Star Wars, the mm-hmm. the ongoing, I expressed my kind of malaise with Star Wars comics right now. They just yes. kind of feel very samey. Mm-hmm. I'm maybe not into it anymore. I don't have the same feeling with this book because mm. this. It's just fun. Yeah. I like this, whereas I don't like the main stuff. Okay. And maybe that's just where my Star Wars itches now. It's side stories that mm. are tangential from telling all the like main in-between stories. It's interesting seeing Vader. So I haven't read a lot of Star Wars comics, and maybe mm-hmm. they've done this before. But it's interesting seeing him still like, oh, Anakin is still there. You know, mm-hmm. like he's, you kind of forget yeah, that he should- is like has... All of these experiences. You should definitely read the Kieran Gillen Darth Vader series because Mm. it was like that almost was more enjoyable than the Star Mm. Wars main series because it was kind of inner workings of this character having to deal with like the bureaucracy of of the Empire Mm. uh, doing his own little side things because no matter what, at the end of the day, he is still Anakin and he's still a hothead and he still wants to do things on his own. And then having to (laughs) deal with like all of the layers of bullshit that the Empire keeps throwing at him like these... Hmm. generals and chiefs and stuff it was actually a really really fun read that wasn't reliant on the memories of all the movies yeah hmm. that's which what this I, feels like that's too. my favorite part about these comic books from marvel is the character work they're doing with darth vader uh, and anakin as as a character because um even after the prequels happened god rest their souls um I still never felt the connection between annie hmm. and the vader that i grew yeah. up with yeah. mm-hmm. like how did that little shit Turn yeah. into this guy who's the most badass mother in the in the galaxy. A big shit. He's, this yeah. little shit turned into this big old shit. Yeah. He's a big shit. It's a, um, it's a two flusher. I never quite. <laughs> I never quite. Um, I'm not gonna tell that story. Um, I never quite felt that felt that connection. So the comics are doing some of the heavy lifting here for me, mm. because the movies refuse to do it. And yeah. I don't know why it's more enjoyable for me in this than it is for the current Star Wars series. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm enjoying this more. Well, I mean, there's we've no, got there's Vader no real who's reason. this enigmatic character, um, and so we're getting things that we've never quite seen from that character before, whereas Star Wars, you're getting, like, Han Solo's being a roguish, you know, kind of affable character. Not and even anymore. He's gone. 
Well, you know what I'm hmm. talking about. The characters are acting as we know them, and there's nothing really to explore with them other sure. than maybe hmm. they did a different thing this time, hmm. as opposed yeah. to we're actually getting some actual character work here and like the inner workings of Annie slash Vader. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. Um, I'm not exactly like I'm not exactly sure if I care too much about how we get the lightsaber back on Cloud City because that just feels like plot mechanics. Yes. Whereas we didn't this, need to know that. Yeah. Whereas this is like. Oh, a new wrinkle or a new challenge for this character that you know, yeah. which just feels more engaging. Yeah, the other the other book has some elements that I think are interesting enough. Like I'm curious about who that hooded figure is. Yeah. I'm curious about this other lightsaber that he seems to get that's not his lightsaber. Mm-hmm. But th- again, those are very tiny little. Yeah. Like, oh, I wonder what that is. Not like, oh my god. There's a whole comic series about what Leia had for breakfast the morning <laughs> that she <laughs> saved Han. It's like, <laughs> cool, I guess. That's I mean that's fine. Although on the other series, I am enjoying watching. Lando, a character I don't usually enjoy, mm-hmm. trying to reintegrate himself into um, the group. Oh, like go or from not, not even reintegrate, to... integrate himself yeah, into yeah. the group because their first um, experience with him was to be betrayed. Right. So, um, but also he's also trying to stay alive and doing some other betrayals. Hmm. So I'm just curious how he gets from this version of the character to the one we ag- eventually see, you know, leading the march in the Millennium Falcon against the second Death Star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Len, did you read this book? I did read this book. Oh, did you? It was fun. It was okay. enjoyable. Um, I don't care because uh, <laughs> I just don't need to go back in this this time. Um, but I think the combination of the art, which I really enjoyed, mm-hmm. um, Along with, I think it just being singularly about Darth Vader, a character who, despite the prequels and despite as much as he meant to, you know, the original trilogy, a character you really still don't know a whole lot about. So there were, like you said, J.D., you know, um, areas to explore with this character made this, you know, more appreciable to me. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. And then you got the, you know, yet another fun little stupid droid running around. Mm-hmm. You know, can't I, get... I do, I do like a stupid droid. You do yeah. like a stupid droid. Yeah. You know, I just wish one of these would just last past an adventure. Yeah. Um, but uh, so the combination of that was was kind of interesting. Um, so I was like, yeah, cool, I'm with it. <laughs> it was interesting that he said that Padme would be with him. Like, oh, if she had lived, she would have stood with the Empire. It's an interesting, like, justification mm-hmm. in his mind. Well, I yeah. mean, that's all this character has been doing that's for the past several sure. years, right? Like, oh, you know, even, even he flips on a dime yeah. on episode three where they're like, oh, we do, we're Jedi. We don't kill. And then immediately dispatches um, um, children. A bunch of kids. <laughs> like, well, maybe a little yeah. killing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, we, have, we have to yeah. take him in. We don't kill. We're Jedi. I have to save this emperor guy to like, hey kids, come here, Wom. You know, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, the the and you know she even is like, you're not the Anakin I know, you're not the Anakin I love. What's happened to mm. you, blah blah blah. And he's like, nah, man, I'm cool. Mm. You guys are crazy. I don't remember those movies that well, to be honest. You're fine. I saw them like in the theaters. Yeah, that was the last time. I think you should watch them all again. Okay, I try. Well, if you say so, I no. fall asleep every <laughs> episode. 
Every time. Do you wake back up and just immediately start the next episode? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And fall I fall asleep again. and I'm like, hey, the next one will be different. If they're a really <laughs> yeah. good little sound machine. Yeah, sure. The <laughs> not, white not noise to be of the, the one from Miami. <laughs> episode one, well, episode one through three is just this, uh, just an ambient noise. Really? Creator. Is no that Miami the band name Sound, sound Machine? machine? Oh, no, yeah. From no one Miami. got that. That's all right. So he, he's glorious. He started yeah. saying something. I was going to go with you, dog. Thank you, thank you. Sorry. I knew I could count on you. Stealth by Mike. Do that conga. Oh, is that them? Well, I know that song. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, B. I've done the Congo. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I have Congod. Yeah. By yeah, the way, yeah. I've been is in a Brian's line or two. New nickname B. Can we it call you today. B now? People sometimes do that. I'm it's cool so with cool it. It's so cool when Len does it. Yeah, I like it. I think yeah, it's, yeah. Just, I think it's hey, just a specialty of Len. It's not Len. as cool when I do no. it. No. You got to do it in a cool way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's out. Uh, <laughs> I actually, I have wondered: Do people sometimes do that? Because that is. A thing that they will call anyone, or is it because my first initial is B? Yeah. It's because your first initial. I like it. Cool. <laughs> Thank you, Lou. I thought it was because you're a B-boy standing in your B-boy stance, so I can hurry up and give you the microphone before you bust in your pants. That is also true, yeah. but that's not where the nickname comes from. Stealth. <laughs> and that was not cool. My <laughs> <laughs> also, I didn't I didn't get that one either. Sorry. Oh, it's Onyx. Come on, guys. Onyx. I, I knew what it was. Oh, oh, that was great. <laughs> I, uh, Again, I knew I, I could count on you. <laughs> Music Ste- in general. Oh. Stealth. Mike yes. Costa and Nate Bellegarde for decades. Stel- oh, man. All right. Yeah. We should. All right. It's called Spoiler Alert. We're going to spoil it. First of all, this, the, what Diamond has to say about this book is here are the spoilers for this book before oh, that's you read a shame. it. Enjoy. Wow. Yeah, that um, sucks. Let me just say this. I don't usually do this, but I really enjoyed this book. And if you would like to enjoy this book uh, without having it spoiled for you, just pause it. I loved it. Did everyone else like it? I yeah. liked it. I liked it, yeah, I liked it All right, too. we all concur. If you haven't read Stealth, pick up Stealth number one, Image Comics, um, give it a gander, and then come back and listen to this review. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Diamond has this to say. For decades, Stealth has waged war on crime in Detroit, but now he's taken his pursuit of justice too far. Only reporter Tony Barber knows that behind Stealth's reckless behavior is an older man battling Alzheimer's, his father. What? What the a, hell, man? Yeah, why wow. they do that? <laughs> a father unwilling to accept that he's no longer the hero this city needs, with enemies all too eager to force his retirement. Can you believe this oh, bullshit? Man. Even that is like... He doesn't even know that throughout yeah. most of the story. Well, here, here's, here's the only one thing before we pounce all over them. <laughs> because I wasn't aware, and I thought I thought it, but I wasn't sure, and then I read like a little bit of the backstory, they reference it, that this was actually a one-shot first. It was one of those... Um, oh, was it a pilot season? Pilot season. Right. So okay. By Hickman and somebody else. Right. So do you know... If in that book any of this is alluded to, no, because if that is the case, oh, then you might already know. Then maybe they're thinking that you already know this. So it wasn't that this issue was the pilot season issue, right? It was, there was another thing because also, Hickman uh, wrote the Kirkman. Kirkman. Wait, Kirkman. I always do that. <laughs> so do I. Robert Kirkman. But it was Kirkman, and I think Kirkman wrote the pilot issue yeah. one, right? Yeah. So that's why I was like okay. uh, yeah. a little unsure. But yeah, but Still. if that is not the case, that. Uh, solicitation yeah. is fucked up. Yeah. Also, there's got to be a lot of people that haven't read that pilot. Like, Probably you know, not, because I think it was at least a year up. before this came out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. What's happening? Forever ago. Right, the uh, pilot issue? When yeah, did the last come time out? they did 20, pilot season was, was like 2010. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, pilot season stealth issue number one. Oh. It's Robert Kirkman and Mark Silvestri. So yeah. did they do that and then 
year, ten years later, Mike Costa was like, "Hey, you know what would make a good story? Let's revisit that pilot season." Well, I, I'm probably and later. Actually, prob- and that hero is now suffering from Alzheimer's, right? Or, or was no, the Alzheimer's was... always part of the the story? It seems like it would be. Yeah, that's the hook, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I wonder if if that's why, because that doesn't usually happen, right? Pilot seasons are generally done by whoever wrote it. So uh, maybe yeah. Mike Costa was like. Ah, you know what? You know what I always thought would be cool? That stealth book. What if I wrote that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it hey, could be. Because hey, it listeners. was set in Detroit. <laughs> yeah. If anyone out there read the stealth pilot season issue, email us at cultpopgo at gmail.com and, and fill us in. Let us know because I never read it. And I don't know if the Alzheimer's was part of the original. It is. Oh, it is? There we go. Yeah, here, uh, <laughs> don't, keep in, your thoughts to yourselves, do you, do you listeners. Want me to read the, <laughs> do you want me to read the, the original synopsis? I mean, we're in spoiler Todd, mode now. Todd so. Carey is recovering from a nasty divorce. His daughter is flunking out of college, and he's just learned that his father has been diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Unable to really take care of himself, Todd has allowed his father to move in with him. What Todd doesn't know is that his father is the masked vigilante Stealth and has been his entire life. Stealth has many enemies, time. and his erratic behavior could easily get him killed. And all the trouble falls squarely on Todd's lap. Okay. Uh, so, right. so along with changing the name from from Todd to Tony, this is basically the oh, same well, story. Yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot. Interesting. Um, well, I guess that's on us then. But you know. But even still, even even still, even though, still, yeah. yeah. The, like Noel said, that book was um, almost ten years ago, yeah. right? And even if it didn't come out almost ten years ago, even if it only came out a year ago, yeah. This is issue number one. Yeah. yeah. That solicitation gave away the two big things about this you know spoilers about this nice surprises yeah now to me it was a surprise was it actually a surprise to you guys yeah it was surprised i mean i i I caught it maybe like one page before Ah. i i was always wondering is stealth this guy and Mm -hmm. i was kind of like doesn't seem like it Mm -hmm. you know they have different attitudes you know and and then there was like it was one or two pages before and i was like wait is it the dad and then it was like it's me, the dead. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I, yeah. I, I figured it out when he came home and his, uh, his head was bleeding. Well, I was head, like, head oh, it would be really interesting if this was him. I did yeah. not. I was like, dude, you have to call the ambulance. It doesn't matter what your dad says. He's head wound yeah. and he's taking a nap. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was so bound up in that. I was like, no, this is a bad idea. It That's didn't true. even occur to me. Yeah. The whole time I was like, all right, this kid is a journalist. Oh, look, it's a journalist who's a superhero. I've seen this before. Where? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Um, but other than that, I thought this was great. I think the... Um, Nate is a really talented guy. I really like his artwork. Mm. Um, the the story itself is very interesting, mm-hmm. even before the twist. Yes, yeah. Even, I was I was yeah. interest, interested um, even before we got to the twist. It's a real grounded sort of artwork mm-hmm. for this, you know, man in a flying suit and whatever. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah, he kind of has a style that reminds me of a, oh, a British artist, um, Philip Bond. Hmm. Um, I don't, is, I, I don't yeah, know the name. For some reason, the hands always remind me of Philip Bond's yeah. hands. I don't know. But, yeah, I thought this was great, and I'm definitely on board for uh, whatever. I think this is a miniseries? I could even... Could you guys see a little, uh, like, Silver Age Marvel sort of feel to it? Maybe Kirby even a little? Oh, okay. Uh, with, like, I didn't see that, but... I, I was just thinking on this last... When you pointed out the hands. Yeah. That's when, like, the heavy line work or something. I don't know. There's, mm. there's some art... It, there's some artist that works now that is similar to that. Mm-hmm. Who did Godland? You remember Honor. that? No. Um, it was an Image Comics thing. Oh, Sioli. Yeah, Tom and it Scioli. was okay. And it was like it was kind of imitating classic Silver Age, especially Kirby. And I mm. kind of feel like that 
might be what's reminding me of it. Mm-hmm. Like, because it looks very modern. Mm. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, this was- is really interesting. Um, only because Noel just like he's been flipping through the original, the original. Mm. Not only was his name changed from Todd to Tony, mm. but was he white? I have an the idea. White, they were white. Interesting. Ah. Well, does it take See, place in Detroit? Dearbor- Did Dearborn, they do Michigan. A whole- Dearborn, Michigan. Huh. So Dearborn, but, Michigan, as opposed so to Detroit. So looking at, oh, looking at the, the preview, the, the first two, three preview pages, it's the journalist character talking to his ex-wife on the phone quite desperately, and he's white. Yeah. Hmm. Like, I don't is have, white Costa black? I'm just I, I don't, I don't in, think, interested to know. I don't know. know. I don't know, and yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that matters so much as they— Just information. They, in the last you 10 know. years, they decided to um, make it more— Realistic with the actual population of Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Well, well, and it was, is in Detroit. It okay. wasn't in Detroit at first. But it was. In, but it was in Michigan. Yeah. It was right oh, okay. outside okay. Detroit. I am not familiar with that. Yeah, that was one of the of first Michigan. things before I even huh. got to the twist. I was like, "Oh, this is cool." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mike uh, Costo he writes in the back that um, they approached him about developing stuff from Kirkman and Silvestri's original one shot into a full six issue story. Yeah. Hmm. And that they were surprised to learn that he was actually a native of Stealth's home base, which is why he moved uh. in, implicitly into Detroit. Nice. And uh, I'm just going to read right here from the, he got the little story in the back. Cause this actually, this is how much I like this book. Hmm. I read the back <laughs> part. Cause I yeah. hardly ever read it. Um, he says, Stealth is a comic about struggling with the consequences spreading in the wake of an urban superhero. The physical consequences suffered by Daniel subjecting his body and mind to a life in a bodysuit. The emotional consequences hmm. suffered by Tony learning his father's secret and shouldering that burden. And the social consequences of a city whose fabric has been warped and tested by a superhero vigilante patrolling its streets. It's a superhero story about loss and decay and the secret histories of ruinous choices and the desperate strength to transcend those things. And so it is also a story about Detroit. Damn. Interesting. That's I was, a really high concept. Yikes. Like, yeah. High concept. Yeah. And, and, but that's that's why him, him putting that in, that, hmm. in Detroit, hmm. a city that sometimes – is a bit of a joke for people. Yeah. A, a, a city that's trying yeah. to find, yeah. it's still kind of trying to find his way in a post-industrial type yeah. of world right now. Um, was like, yo, this, mm. and, and I also think that the idea of a superhero suffering from the mental decay of Alzheimer's and dementia yeah. um, and seeing what that looks like is like really really smart and mm-hmm. and apt um uh and maybe it's because of me because you know that's how my mother went out so i mean mm. i'm especially close to it um and i and and because of that you know i uh more and more people are telling me like yo man they're like yeah i'm dealing with it too you mm. know and i know a couple of people are dealing with that same type of stuff this this book is just like Boom, man! I am on it, and yeah. and the yeah. artwork was just like pitch perfect. Nate, yeah. Nate is killing it. My favorite panel is so it's just um, stealth is stopping a robbery, mm-hmm. and he goes to throw the robber through the window, but the bottom panel is just the head crumbling Crum- the window. Yeah, that's really yeah. good. Yeah, 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 it's really you can really feel it's very kinetic without mm. uh, all that much motion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's but a single also, instant kind of. I mean, as all as they all are, of, yeah. but yeah. But I also like. 
hey, the guy comes out, hey, who's going to pay for that window? I had less money than that in the register. I love that. a good that. point. Yeah, I, I always, that. you know, yeah. when I was a kid watching superheroes do stuff, there were certain things that always stuck out to me. Whenever yeah. maybe Superman or some other superpowered being would stop something that's in motion, like a train. Yeah. Oh, it's going to hit that wall. Ah, oh, don't worry. I'll stop it yeah. with my wall-like body. Yeah, yeah. Um, I always thought that was pretty funny. Like, you still murdered all the people in there using force. Um, but then things like that were like, I'm going to stop this grocery robbery by smashing all the windows and mm. knocking over everything. Mm. Like, you just ruined all of my products and my windows. Right. Thanks for helping, but right. I'm worse off now because of it. Right. Um, you know, the other thing that I liked and just, you know, just keep hyping on, on the art is that um, everyone has distinct features. They feel like very individual. Mm -hmm. But Tony feels and looks yeah. like he is Daniel's son. They look similar. He yeah. looks like yeah. an older but not just the same eye. guy with gray right. hair. Yeah, the eyes, yeah, the yeah. mouth, and the nose, they look yeah. related but different, it's which right. is really, really well done. I think one of the parts that stood out to me the most was the very beginning the prose, the article that he is writing. Yes. It's really good. And this yeah. analogy with the the uh Vein? what do you the empty lots. Yeah, the stone the particular wording. And then that last one blood. when we talked about the artery. Oh yeah. The one remaining stone artery that hasn't collapsed on its way to the city's failing heart. That's really good. Yeah. And yeah. he was what yeah. was he supposed to be writing about? He's uh, supposed to be like writing an art show. Like a, an art show? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, a, yeah. like a festival and he's just like, yeah. You turn this shit in? Yeah. <laughs> like an expose about like uh, or a poetic expose about the the decline right. of the city right. and I just really wanted like a Events page? Yeah, exactly. I like how that goes to show um, sort of the people in the area, and it's just in them. It's just bred in them, right. and they can't get it out. Yeah, um, his response was good. Like, well, I can't do that story justice if I don't tell you what's going on with Detroit, yeah. the environment that they are responding to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, I think this is top tier, man. I think this is great. I'm really excited to yeah. keep reading this. Um, let's continue with the X Marks, the X Spot Corner Roundup Review Summit Club Hoedown Symposium Collective Enclave, <laughs> our segment are. where we talk about the X books. Uh, X-Men number eight by Jonathan Hickman and Mahmoud Asrar. Who wants to start? Which one do you want to start with? Probably X-Men number eight. X-Men number Jonathan eight by Jonathan Hickman and Mahmoud Asrar. Which one do you want to start with, though? Let's, I mean, let's start with X-Men eight. By okay. Jonathan Hickman and Mahmoud Asrar. Yeah. Okay. Which page? Uh, number one. Brian, Let's start with the cover. What did you think? Uh, I liked it. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, Next. let's move on to Cable. <laughs> um, no, it was very cool. I like this space stuff. I like that there is some connection, which I didn't see coming at all, because honestly that has been every X-Men issue so far where yeah. it's like, oh, I didn't know they were going to go in this direction now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like that the New Mutant stuff, mm -hmm. like they're there and they are part of the same world. Mm -hmm. That's cool. I thought the uh, the space whale thing was, I don't, for some reason, very gross. Yeah. And I thought they were small. And then the scale jump, I was yeah. like, oh, shit. And this is, yeah, and that is just, disturbing. They're breeding with brood, right? They're just covered Breeding in, with brood. Yeah. They're teeming That's my new brood. podcast. <laughs> brood breeders. <laughs> um, I also like, I would, uh, the, for a second I was thrown because uh, it seemed wrong. I was like. Wait, Black Bolt is dead still, and mm -hmm. Vulcan was there, and then but they get around to it later. They're like, "Oh no, no, we were wrong." Yeah, they're fine. Um, I was like, oh, "See gladiators." That was a by. great use of those yeah. uh, info pages, yeah. where we had an info page. It told us information, yeah. and then many pages later, that same info page, but with updates in red. Yeah, <laughs> I was that like, was oh, cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, I thought like a cool moving along of whatever is happening, which is maybe a lot of different irons in the fire, oh, yeah. maybe too many. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see them coming together a little bit, and too I hope that that continues. Too many irons. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah a little bit of commentary <laughs> on it, too, talking about how Krakoa looks. You know, it looks different mm-hmm. depending on where you are. You right. know? And they're building some places. Like, hmm, yeah. that's weird. <laughs> well, that you know, that, that goes back to a couple issues ago where Krakoa itself – Merged with monster, I guess Monster Island. It's other half from a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. They so. didn't. Expli- I don't think they explicitly said it was Monster Island. Oh, but I mean, but it's got a lot of monsters. It's got on monsters. It. On it's it. a, mon- it's a monster, monster Island. Yeah, yeah. not the. Monster <laughs> Who knows? Island. But there it was, might be. But you know what though? Like, I think that's a testament to how weird and wonderful these books are. The fact that there was a whole issue about two islands doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, they fucked. They fucked and merged. Yeah. I want more of that. Yeah. Um, I, dug, I, fucking. Yeah. I, I, dug, I dug the shit out of this. This was fun. Yeah, cool. I mean, it's yeah. it's John Hickman doing X-Men, and I've been enjoying it all along, and sure. this is more of that. It, after a while, it gets hard to say other things Yeah. other than yeah, it's still good. I'd like to see it culminate, you know, and to see. Oh, what? But I, I, I'm willing to go along for a little while yet. I do know. have a question. Um, so Scott Summers and his brother, is that Vulcan? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are strapping in, and... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Gabriel. We know everything burns. Just punch it. I need you to hear you. I need to hear you say it, brother. Yeah. I want the fire to be fire. Ha ha ha! Yeah. I do not get this. It bit. seems like some reference to him saying like, so, "I want you, Vulcan, to be who you are" or something. But I do not get it either. So, um, I want the fire to be. I fire. remember what Vulcan was, and this is not him. Okay. Like yeah. this is almost like a missing pieces kind of Vulcan because he uh, he never died according to this he never died he was never re- resurrected but he is vastly different from the character in War of the Realms and mm. trying to take over the entirety of the Shi'ar Empire mm. kind of bastard that he was mm. so is that the last we saw him essentially okay like in any kind of real way okay um so at, at first I thought like you know he died so they probably resurrected him and he's just sure. he's you know he was an early he was a beta test yeah. <laughs> he's just like a little <laughs> off but um they told us here explicitly he never died but he is very different like he's playful yeah he's reckless and he's, he's childlike. childlike yeah <laughs> so I'm I'm hoping and wondering. Well, I mean, it's Jonathan Hickman, so I assume there's probably a reason as to why. Right. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. he wouldn't just do something completely different for shits and giggles. Yeah. Probably. Um. But yeah, it is. It is awkward to read, in in yeah. a good way. Like hmm. this guy is weird. Has he I'm been enjoying this weird? it. I'm enjoying it. There's there's a part of me. There's a big part of me to be to be honest. As much as I'm enjoying a couple of the other X Men books, I think for on a whole, I'm only enjoying maybe about two or three, maybe two. But um, there's a part of me that would be very, very satisfied if this was the only X-Men book. And I, then he was just running through. Th- he he just hmm. did his thing with all the characters. Yeah. I could see, Yeah. I could, there's other ones I really like, like Marauders. I mm. love Marauders. But that doesn't – like this could be the X-Men book. And maybe if he didn't also have other stuff that was tied right. in, it was just like you're going to get the whole Hoxbox story here. Right, right. And Marauders is happening too, but – that's just making use of it. Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah, yeah. I'd be down with that. Yeah, I would miss Marauders and Excalibur at this point. I'm enjoying those hmm. books. I have been enjoying Excalibur for like three issues now though. You have like not. as soon as they, they as soon as they bounced the off of the the actual yeah. magic stuff oh, and it's just been one, werewolves. I'm yeah. not uh, I'm willing to I let agree. that go on a little bit. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I agree, but it doesn't make me it's just a small part of the book that I'm I'm like, ah, oh, okay, we can move on from this soon. Yeah. Not oh I hate this. Yeah. I would I would I think I would I think I would 
fall somewhere in between. I want this to be the only one that deals with the heavy lifting that, mm. that is yeah. like the main thorough line. Like, I, I agree with that. I do like the idea that there's these other side stories that kind of keep building or, or they, they make this feel heavier, fuller. Hmm. However, I don't think they need to be series. Hmm. Like this could have been two or three, six issue, four issue miniseries yeah. and then we're out. And then another little side story yeah. and we're out. Yeah. The fact that there's four or five different series to, hmm. to track at the same time. Is I'm not I'm not I'm becoming a, a more than that now that. because we also have and cable. cable is coming. But in. I think it seems like they are, are just going to keep now? coming in. Yeah. I don't know about that. I think I hope some of yeah. them start ending or falling off. Mm-hmm. Like if you Excalibur could. ends at twelve, yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. And then we have yeah. something to kind of replace it with these characters. Yeah. That'd be like, an interesting publishing strategy too. Like there's so many X Men titles that can exist. What if they just popped in and out? It would be so frustrating for me as a retailer. Yeah, mm, sorry. Because people signed up for like, oh, right. oh, get me Marauders, get me New Mutants. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's over. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'm gonna want whatever. Well, the next what one if it was, was like a Strange Adventures and they just yeah. did different stories within yeah. it? Same title. Yeah. Yeah. Hellions, I think Children of the Atom. Um, what are some of the other ones coming out now? Children yeah. of the Atom is. What? Children of the Atom's coming. Oh, really? Children of the Atom, Hellions. I don't know. Well, Cable is this week, but isn't there another one that's going to start soon? Maybe. Um, I could also see Kate going the other way. I could see Marauders just the core of Marauders, I think, that we like the most is Kate Pride being a a pirate kind of person. You could could do that without this story. You could come Mm -hmm. up with a very... Some other reason that yeah. she was doing that, and I bet we'd like it just as much. Yeah. Um, and just, just yeah. fanciful thinking. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the uh, kid also. I like. I like Gladiator. I'm a sucker for kid Gladiator. The is whole. That his name? I don't know what his name is, but I like that his whole group. I forget what they call them. The Imperial Guard. Yeah. yeah. Um, with their legion, you know, their legion of superheroes yeah. uh, reference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Oh, that was the end. I was like, "What? How did this end?" That was it. That's it. I yeah. love Kid Gladiator. I miss him. Yeah, he was another Jason Aaron creation, right? From like yeah. Wolverine and the X Men. He yeah. does man yeah. or boy hey, thing. Oh, so was Brew. Kid also. Gladiator. Does he have any other yeah. of well, those? Well, Kid Gladiator and Brew were both. Uh, oh, Brew, right? Brew. Yeah, I love Brew. And they both showed up here. This is. Yeah. This, I like it. And cool. you know what? I sorry. No, no, no. I was just gonna say he's basically just Beast, but as a brood. <laughs> I I could probably be okay with leaving all the other book except this one yeah and uh, i'm as much as i like marauders probably that one too mm-hmm. and just catch up on that one because it feels like its own s- insulated especially, story especially with whatever right. happens with kate pride mm-hmm. the stated I've, reason that we like it the most yeah, <laughs> yeah. she hasn't been in like four issues right, now. Been a little yeah. bit yeah it's kate pride it sounds like kate pride is one of if not one of your favorite x-men she is now this yeah this particular Take on it. Okay. I always had a soft spot for her. I always yeah. thought she was cool. She's a she's a physicist. Um, I think it's cool that she's Jewish. You know, that mm-hmm. it's not like a huge deal, but I'm like, ah, oh, it's cool. Mm-hmm. But more the physicist thing, and I just I like her. But this version of her, I'm like, ooh, that's cool. That's yeah, a good I version really of her. Like her yeah, now. yeah, yeah. I've always had sort of a soft spot too. Yeah. Um, ever since like Professor Xavier is a jerk. I'm yeah. like, he is a jerk. You're right. <laughs> What? I, well, no, I, I, I guess I have had a soft spot for her for a while, but I didn't give mm. a shit about her until um, Joss Whedon had her. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was a cool uh, run. That was that was mainly yeah. the, that was mainly when I fell for her because she was the main character. She was arguably yeah. the main character of that so entire twenty five issues. Yeah. Was she? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't remember that. And it was a I cool version. Maybe that's of, where I got her too. Yeah. Oh, just like here's some here's a problem that relates to her powers. And that was cool, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, And that's another thing that I like. I like her powers. They're mm-hmm. interesting. And 
it's I think an accomplishment to be able to do something that's yeah. specific to a particular. Also, the way that like she drinks that. a shot is amazing. That was so funny. Oh, did we didn't even talk about that in the in the podcast we did about that episode, did we? No. Where um she's doing was she was she drinking? Oh, it was Wolverine? in Wolverine's ep- uh, Wolverine's issue. Yeah, and so she phases her. They have shot glasses lined up on the table, and she just phases through a shot glass and absorbs it into her bloodstream. And then takes her hand oh, off I it, agree. and she's like immediately drunk. That's yeah, awesome. She's like, do you want to do you want to learn? That's a do you powers see a trick? thing. That's cool. <laughs> it was really awesome. Yeah. yeah, it was one of my favorites. I think her. I think what we are latching onto is like her. She was so long for so long the X Men kid. Yeah, and true. is now like, and that was she was older than I was when it started, mm-hmm. you know. But um, and is now like in that next phase of yeah. maturity yeah. and it's cool yeah. i like it yeah she, that's a good that's point probably, yeah, yeah. We grew same, up with her yeah the same reason yeah. i liked um Wally. you know dick dick grayson sure. becoming sure. nightwing and, and wally, um, west. wally west yeah, becoming yeah. the flash they're they're an actual uh character that we've watched become a different character yeah and she's got a cool it's like so a cool rare. attitude about it yeah yeah. yeah 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 watching characters actually grow and become something is hmm. one of my favorite things about comics and it's sadly it's kind of rare hmm. yeah because that's not the thing about comics yeah, right exactly. right <laughs> And it uh, sets up a lot of other, like, how this person get older? But they're now almost the same per- age as the person who was twice as old as them. Yeah, or like, <laughs> yeah. this guy used to be old, and now he's super young. Cable, right. number one, by Jerry Duggan and <laughs> Phil Noto. Um, so th- we were talking about characterizations by Hickman and everything. Even within Hawkspox itself, it felt like Cable was a different character in mm-hmm. Fallen Angels than he is in any other of the books. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels like a mistreated character right off the bat because it, it it's inconsistent. Mm. Um, in this, he's like young and spry, and he's you know he's kind of sassy, and he beats Wolverine. Yeah. Um, or Wolverine lets him beat him. Do you think? Well, yeah, there's a no, there's a line. The Silver Samurai gives him a line like you given everyone on the uh, island markers. Oh, I thought yeah. that was a taunt. Uh, but too. Oh, you think I, it was? I oh, think it was. I think it was kind of like a you're uh, you're you're soft on these kids. You took it a little easy. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, because no, oh, see, to me it was Wolverine was sort of threatening Silver Samurai, and he says, um, uh, yeah, yeah, when are you going to face me? And then Silver Samurai goes, why? Is it your intention to give everyone on the island a marker? Because uh, he's like, I'm going to beat you. Right. Do you want to get? That's you want to lose to everybody? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I took it as. Because like, they have a longstanding win. rivalry, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This, uh, this cover is really cool. It looks like a 70s sci-fi movie poster. Oh, Got it's an great. exploding planet in the background, a little tagline, and a... The large character. I'm looking at it now. Is is this supposed to have been folded and then unfolded? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a folded yeah. poster. At I thought upon initially seeing it that it was effects from his eye, mm. but yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, no, it's got creases because yeah, it's that's a poster cool. has been folded up. Yeah, I love I like, that. like that. The art overall, very cool. Oh yeah, Phil Noto's great. Yeah, it was really. Uh, He's getting better. Yeah, sometimes his his forms can be a little static. Yeah, um, and yeah. his foreshortening can be a little strange, a little stilted. Um, but yeah, he's great. I love him. His faces are wonderful. Sometimes art that feels static and uh, can sometimes feel like Renaissance art to me, mm-hmm. you know, and it, yeah, yeah. and it kind of has that. And I like that sometimes. And, yeah. it, you know, like it for whatever reason, even though it doesn't convey a lot of energy, you know, like motion, um, I can dig it. And I like the I like the color palette and the designs mm-hmm. on things like it's a cool it's a cool looking uh, nicely cool digitally look. painted. And yeah. Everything. Yeah. So basically we've got cable. And oh, I also really like armor. Yeah, the character armor. I've always had a soft spot yeah, for her. Me too. I think she showed yeah. up in Joss Whedon's run as well. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, we've got uh, a lion with a thorn in its paw. Yeah. Right. That's the whole story here. Is up this this big monster on Monster Island, quote unquote, is uh, wreaking havoc. 
and oh we notice he's got a little bit of metal in his paw let's see what that is he pull it out giant fucking sword yeah which is starting to lay we've we've this is the second time what was the last sword we just saw someone else just had a sword we saw one in that um that hero he was in a comic and then he came into the real world. It was an independent book. No, he, no, no, I'm talking about the X-Men books. Oh, in the X-Men. It was um, oh, Magneto was made a sword out of the shattered helmet Cerebro. Okay, okay then the third, because I remember cool, just though. a week or two ago, another sword appearing, and I forget what that was. Well, Excalibur you know, there's a sword has, thing coming. Excalibur, oh, Excalibur has all the sword, like uh, her psychic blade, and yeah, then yeah, also yeah. Excalibur, mm-hmm. Excalibur itself. So, yeah, yeah I, I've, you know, we've seen that Hickman seems to be building towards some sword-based X-Men event. Yeah. And so we're seeing all these different swords happening. But, yeah, that, that kind of made me grimace when they pulled that long-ass mm. sword out of that paw. Well, I felt like a sense of relief. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it was like, ah, there we go. That's, ah, like, it still hurts, but now yeah. the thing that was causing the so pain you is had mentioned, you, you had mentioned, um, You had mentioned the different characterizations of this young Cable. Do you like it? Oh, I like, yes, I would like young Cable to be different than old Cable. I didn't want just yeah. young Cable to come back, kill old Cable, and still, like, hey, look, we still have Cable. Like, so he's an he's, edgy, he's, hotter Cable. This works for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like young, yeah. sassy Cable. And uh, he likes having, he wants a sword. He has old I mean, Cable like guns. I, I want am, a sword. It's I a cool enjoy sword. reading this, but I think he's a he's a douchebag. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's, yeah, mm-hmm. he's not great but i i just like that he's different that yeah he was nice like he had like he was nice to the kid you know what i mean i think he's one of those like he's a little bit of a d-bag which the story around him to do the story around him is probably going to be like much more reliant on me following him Mm -hmm. like i don't care about him yeah the story around him might be interesting and i'll go with it but i I like him as is a douchebag okay um but i think we're burying the lead guys space knights Yo, oh, and this whole wrong. scene where they were at, like this museum of uh, lost civilizations, all that's space a cool lights. idea. Uh, that's a, I for, totally forgot about that. Forgot about Rom? It's, it's the sword. It out. It's literally the whole point of I this entire that story. The, I forgot that the sword was a Space Knight. I don't the care about Rom or the Space Knights. Do you need to for this, though? I, well, mean, I, mean, I don't think you really need to. We're not to. allowed to say Rom, right? He's not owned oh, by Marvel, is? but all the other yeah. Space Knights are. Because yeah. the last time I saw these guys was in Minimum Carnage. Minimum Carnage. Yeah, there was a mini series called Minimum just, Carnage, which it was, was their day off. Maximum they're just carnage. hanging out, and they very were little hang- carnage. And they were like <laughs> microscopic. There was like a like a like uh, kind of like how Ant Man has the Microverse, quantum realm or microverse. Quant- well, yeah. microverse is at the atom. Um, but that's always been their deal, right? Aren't they associated with the Micronauts in some way? I think they crossed yeah. over in yeah. some type of way because of the whole toy connection. Uh, I know uh, nothing. Uh, I know yeah. nothing other than the rights issues. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I remember these characters, the the Space Knights or whatever they were. I mm-hmm. think they were part of that. Nobody cares about the Space Knights. I mean, no. if you, but hang on, I don't give a shit about them yeah. other than sounds like oh something new. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something old. But yeah, and they yeah. look like they look cool here. And they, do they, I don't, yeah, yeah I thought they were pretty they? cool. <laughs> this, all right, the gold one looks cool. And I was, I, I am don't enamored know, these, of this these whole deal. These pop collars are pretty dope. <laughs> are they pop? <laughs> uh, to answer your question, yes. <laughs> um, I was like, I was, I was taken from the whole idea of the museum, which obviously will not have a lot to do with them. But I, I'm with Noel that, you know, it doesn't really have, it's not dependent upon the previous Space Knights. It's just, right. here's these guys, you know. Because um, I never I never found my prized Space Knights comic either. Oh, yeah, I don't uh, You know, but, um, yeah, I, I'm interested to see what their deal is in this story. 
Um, so you can't keep uh, Time Traveler down. It looks like Old Cable is still alive, old or a version cable. of Old Cable is still alive out there Well, somewhere. yeah, it's another place, another time. Or no, yeah, another time, another place Yo, is the could, setup. Could so. that be Young Cable as an old, you know, like, is that well, necessarily I mean, the cable we've seen before? Or, oh, right. Or, is that this yeah. our it's cable, always been this, the cable we've right, seen yeah. before. Yeah. Who knows? Hmm. No, wait a minute. Time travel. This was part of, you know, um, was it Extermination, X-Men yeah. Extermination, where they got rid of the original five that Bendis had brought back? Yeah. Right? Um, and that was Young Cable coming to kill Old Cable. Is that what yeah, that was? Yeah, Young Cable yeah. went to kill, like, traveled into the future to kill Old Cable and take the other five back. Okay. Because it's not, I wanted to make sure that that was the case, and it wasn't uh, a Young Cable from a different reality. No. Okay. Sure. And cool. then he stayed. Uh, and was hidden by and was hiding Scott Summers gotcha. for a while. It was stupid. Okay. Also, yeah. honestly, it was I dumb. heard it was awesome, but all right. Yeah. Extermination There's, uh, was okay. an art shift, yeah. but everything that happened after yes. it oh, cool. was awful. Go ahead. I, I Go like ahead. this art shift. Oh, you do? Yeah. I like both of the styles. This has a very uh, post-apocalyptic future oh, yeah. kind of story or a style, um, and you know the kind of. I didn't notice it before, but the colors going outside the lines is interesting. Yeah, there's a pulpy quality to yeah. it. Yeah, he definitely turns on. He's added like scratches on purpose mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. throughout the throughout the page. Um, I like this uh, dog behind him, which reminds me very much of Black Mirror. Yeah, so but we're also dynamics. Horsey. The the real world thing. That I think that that was intentionally based on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Um, it is cool. Um, hmm. New Mutants number nine by Ed Brisson and Flaviano. I didn't read it. I did not read that. I, I did not read it either. Anybody? No, I, read like it. It? Hey, I read it. Hey, no. Thunder round. Um, <laughs> I miss the space stuff, and this was just fine. This oh. was a horror book. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. Oh. Mm. They, they, mm. There's a synergy. There's a um. There's a yeah. I know, right? Except that movie's Corona. <laughs> right. Uh. <laughs> There is a uh, a new mutant born or, or discovered in Russia. Russia is not allowing gates, uh, so the new mutants, after coming back from space, are like, fuck this noise, let's go get that mutant. Yeah. And she is deformed and creates like this almost like portal or, or grotesque reality around her, and when they try and engage her, it's it's all horror. Like, she's... Oh, like Like, this is... Mirage trying to get oh, into her mind, and then things grow out of her face, and she freaks out. So this this new mutant takes over like four or five of them, and they call for reinforcements, which is uh, Ileana and I don't know someone else. All these names that I don't know, and then they are like, "Hey, we need Wildside for some reason." Sure, and Who's that's how it Wild is. Child, Wild Wild Child, no Wildside. Wildside uh, is that? It, is. it looks kind of like Wild Child from the Age of Apocalypse universe. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, is that the case? Is he like the regular universe version? Okay. Uh, no, I don't know. Okay. Kind of looks like him, right? I don't know. Let me see him. But he's got like white oh, hair. Oh, yeah, that looks yeah. a lot like Wild Child. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Well, it's Wild Side. Okay. And I kind of remember them bringing him into the main universe, yeah. but was he the one from Age of Apocalypse or was he the version of These are all of wonderful questions. Actually, if anybody could write in and yeah. answer them. <laughs> yeah, you're back at you, listeners. Before when I said, yeah. keep your thoughts to yourselves. Forget. Bring them out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bring me uh, all your thoughts. I, don't, I didn't like this version of the book prior hmm. oh well i liked it fine but if this is where it's gonna go then okay that's fine i'm into this this is you've piqued my interest I'm you read this. uh the when you say she's kind of deformed it's an interesting question for a mutant what is deformed i'm not you gonna know have, what I mean? i'm not gonna have this existential ah, conversation with though. you yeah all right but it uh we won't talk about she it. she <laughs> she looked one way how dare you brian she looked one way 
And now she looks like a different way. Yeah. She that is, is probably a way that she would prefer not to look. That is monstrous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Ben Grimm would but probably is, also consider himself. What is himself. a monster? Really? It's a good question. <laughs> really? <laughs> um, that's it. We're done. Yeah. We we're did not going to answer that question. No. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. You can email us at cultpopgo at gmail.com. You can help us out on the Patreon if you go to patreon.com slash Johnny Destructo. You can tweet at me at JD's Hero Complex on Twitter. Noel. Uh, you can tweet at me on the Twitter at Mr. Bartocci, M-R-B-A-R-T-O-C-C-I, or really um, any of these social medias. Just yeah. hit up the Cult Pop page and we're there. Do it. Len. Yo, what's up? Holla at your boy. Hit me up. Black Tribbles all day. Too cool to be geeks. Too cute to be nerds. We are Black Tribbles. We are everything fine we are award-winning geek podcast check us out holla at us we're googleable googleable brian beat that uh, all right <laughs> i'm not so sure that i will but that was pretty cool yeah, <laughs> yeah. b i will here we go yeah here it is uh you know what actually in a completely oh, unrelated way <laughs> Uh, when we were talking earlier about the wiping off your phones, yeah. I just wanted to mention I found out today that my credit card, it has a little Wi-Fi symbol on it on the back, uh -huh. and you can use it to AirPay, uh -huh. and I didn't know about that, uh -huh. and I just wanted people to be aware of that if they didn't know about it already, right. or if they already knew about it, continue to be aware of it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let this affect you. I can be found at brianleebdesign.com, <laughs> B-R-I-A-N-L-I-E-B as in boy, design.com. Oh, that was very cool. Did you Brian. know? <laughs> no, it's not. I said Did it was you? a different thing. Are we just are we just going with like random facts we learned? Did you know no, this that was a all helpful thing? Theater chains now are selling half capacity of oh. seats. Oh really? Oh for to, no. to uh, social yeah to uh, to support social distancing. Wow, wow. If there's 250 seats in the auditorium, yeah. they're only selling they're not closing. They yeah. just right. <laughs> only half of you yeah. can yeah. see the Invisible Man, which you all should see. I that was fine. You, Oh, I liked it a lot. I liked mm. it. It was fine. I want to see Bloodshot. Who's not <laughs> No, you don't. I do. I do want to see Bloodshot. Yeah, Why? Because it's a comic property, and it so looks kind of stupid. I like Valiant Comics. Hmm. No, I you don't. I've never read it. Was it. You did. <laughs> I'm about to say, because we I haven't felt, reviewed Valiant off. Comics in a long time. There was a time no, there Valiant there Comics are I haven't seen a Valiant Comic in a while. Entry points at this. Like, There's a new Quantum and Woody. Yeah. yeah, but nobody wants it. Are they yeah. Dr. Solar? That was cool. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us, and we will talk at you later. Bye -bye. Bye -bye. <laughs> <laughs>